chapter twenty four of a popular history of the art of music from the earliest times until the present by w s b matthews this librivox recording is in the public domain george frederick handel the companion figure to bach in this epoch was that of george frederick handel who was born at the little town of halle in the same year as bach sixteen eighty five and died in london in seventeen fifty nine handel's father was a physician and although the boy showed considerable aptitude for music his father did not think favorably of his pursuing it as a vocation but the fates were too strong for him when george frederick was about eight years old he managed to go with his father to the court of the duke of saxe weissenfels some distance away where an older brother was in service here he obtained access to the organ in the chapel and was overheard by the duke who recognized the boy's talent and with the authority inherent in princely rank admonished the father that on no account was he to thwart so gifted an inclination accordingly the youngster had lessons in music upon the clavier the organ and the violin the three standard instruments of the time the older handel died and before he was nineteen george frederick made his way to hamburg which was then one of the musical centres of germany here he obtained an engagement in the theatre orchestra as ripieno violin a sort of fifth wheel in the orchestral chariot its duty being that of filling in missing parts the boy was then rather more than six feet high heavy and awkward he was an indifferent violinist and the other players were disposed to make a butt of him although he was known to be an accomplished harpsichordist it happened presently however that the leader of the orchestra who presided at the harpsichord fell sick and handel being at the same time the best harpsichordist and the poorest violinist of all was placed at the head he carried the rehearsals and the performances through with such spirit that it resulted in his being made assistant director and two works of his were presently performed almira and nero the first made a great hit and was retained in performance for several weeks the italian ambassador immediately recognized the talent of the young man and offered to take him to italy in his suite but handel declined preferring to go with his own money which after the production of nero and its successful run of several weeks he was able to do accordingly we find him in italy in seventeen ten first at naples where he made the acquaintance of the greatest harpsichord player of that time domenico scarlatti the style of the young german was so charming and so different from that of the great italian player that he immediately became a favorite and was called il caro sassone the dear saxon he produced an opera in naples with good success afterward he produced others at rome and venice in a few years he was back at hanover where he was made musical director to the elector george who afterward became george i of england here presently he took a vacation in order to visit london where he found things so much to his liking that he remained having good employment under queen anne and a public anxious to hear his italian operas 
presently queen anne died and george i came over to reign as king this was altogether a different matter for handel had his unsettled account with the elector of hanover upon whom he had so cavalierly turned his back the peace was finally made however by a set of compositions very celebrated in england under the name of the water music when king george was going from whitehall to westminster in his barge handel followed with a company of musicians playing a succession of pieces which the king knew well enough for a production of his truant kapellmeister accordingly he received him once more into favor and handel went on with his work for upwards of twenty years handel pursued his course in london as a composer of italian operas of which the number reached about forty during the greater part of his time he had his own theater and employed the singers from italy and elsewhere producing his works in the best manner of his time his operas were somewhat conventional in their treatment but every one of them contained good points here and there a chorus occasionally a recitative now and then an aria always something to repay a careful hearing and occasionally a master effect such as only genius of the first order could produce his education during this period was exactly opposite to that of bach bach lived in leipzig all his life and being in a position from which only a decided fault of his own could discharge him he consulted no one's taste but his own writing his music from within and adapting it to his forces in hand or not adapting it as it pleased him handel on the other hand had always the public he commenced as an operatic composer as an operatic composer he succeeded in hamburg and as an operatic composer he succeeded in italy the same career held him in london there was always an audience to be moved to be affected to be pleased and there were always singers of high talents to carry out his conceptions hence his whole training was in the direction of smoothness facility pleasing quality nevertheless there came an end to the popularity of handel a most shabby pasticcio called the beggar's opera was the immediate cause of his downfall this queer compilation was made up of old ballad tunes with hastily improvised words and the merest thread of a story and included some tunes of handel's own this being produced at an opposition house took the town the result was that handel was bankrupted for the second time owing more than seventy five thousand pounds some time before this he had held the position of private musical director to the earl of chandos who had a chapel in connection with his palace a short distance out of london as it then was in this place handel had already produced a number of elaborate anthems and one oratorio esther in the stress of his present circumstances after a few weeks he remembered the oratorio of esther and immediately brought it out in an enlarged form the effect was enormous whatever the english taste might be for opera for oratorio their recognition was irrepressible esther brought him a great deal of money and he presently wrote other oratorios with such good effect that in a few years he had completely paid up the enormous indebtedness of his operatic ventures 
at length in seventeen forty one he composed his masterwork the messiah this epoch marking composition was improvised in less than a fortnight at a rate of speed calling for about three numbers per day the work was produced in dublin for charitable purposes it had the advantage of a text containing the most beautiful and impressive passages of scripture relating to the messiah a circumstance which no doubt inspired the beauty of the music and added to the early popularity of the work in later times it is perhaps not too much to say that the music has been equally useful to the text in keeping its place in the consciousness of successive generations of christians in this beautiful masterwork we have the result of the whole of handel's training the work is very cleverly arranged in a succession of recitatives arias and choruses following each other in a highly dramatic and effective manner there are certain passages in the messiah which have never been surpassed for tender and poetic expression among these are the behold and see if there be any sorrow like his sorrow come unto him and he was despised in the direction of sublimity nothing grander can be found than the hallelujah worthy is the lamb lift up your heads nor anything more dramatically impressive than the splendid burst at the words wonderful counsellor the work as a whole while containing mannerisms in the roulades of such choruses as he shall purify and for unto us marks the highest point reached in the direction of oratorio for while handel himself surpasses its sublimity in israel in egypt and bach its dramatic qualities in the thunder and lightning chorus in the st matthew passion and mendelssohn its melodiousness in his elijah for a balance of good qualities and for even and sustained inspiration throughout the messiah is justly entitled to the rank which by common consent it holds as the most complete masterwork which oratorio can show in the israel in egypt handel illustrates a different phase of his talent this curious work is composed almost entirely of choruses the most of which are for two choirs very elaborately treated among them all the two which perhaps stand out preeminent are the horse and his rider and the hailstone two colossal works as dramatic as they are imposing the masterly effect of the handelian chorus rests upon the combination of good qualities such as no other master has accomplished to the same extent they are extremely well written for the voice with an accurate appreciation of the effect of different registers and masses the melodic ideas are smooth and vigorous and the harmonic treatment as forcible as possible without ever controlling the composer further than it suited his artistic purpose to go bach very often commences a fugue which he feels obliged to finish losing thereby the opportunity of a dramatic effect handel perfects his fugue only when the dramatic effect will be improved by so doing and in this respect he makes a distinct gain over his great contemporary at leipzig the total list of the handel works comprises the following two italian oratorios nineteen english oratorios five te deums six psalms twenty anthems three german operas one english opera thirty-nine italian operas two italian serenades 
serenatas two english serenatas one italian intermezzo terpsichore four odes twenty-four chamber duets ninety-four cantatas seven french songs thirty-three concertos nineteen english songs sixteen italian airs twenty-four sonatas handel was never married nor so far as we know ever in love he had among his friends some of the most eminent writers of his day such as addison pope dean swift and others his later years were so successful that when he died his fortune of above fifty thousand pounds was left for charitable purposes this was after he had paid all of the indebtedness incurred in his earlier bankruptcy it would be a mistake to dismiss this great master without some notice of his harpsichord and organ playing as a teacher of the princesses of the royal family he produced many suites and lessons for the harpsichord in one of which as an unnoticed incident occur the air and variations since so universally popular under the name of the harmonious blacksmith it is not known to whom the composer was indebted for the name generally applied to this extremely broad air and clever variations very likely some music publisher was the unknown poet as an organist handel was both great and popular in the middle of his oratorios he used to play an organ concerto with orchestra of these compositions he wrote a very large number they are always fresh and hearty in style well written for organ and with a very flowing pedal part handel appears to have played the pedals upon a somewhat different plan from that of bach bach is generally supposed to have used his toes for the most part employing the heel only for an occasional note where the toes were insufficient handel seems to have used toe and heel habitually in almost equal proportion it is a curious feature of the later part of handel's career that he brought out his oratorios in costume several of the original bills are extant in which an oratorio is promised with new clothes esther is said to have been given with complete stage appointment at chandos like an opera but the lord chamberlain prohibited future representations of the kind on account of the supposed sacredness of the subject afterward the characters were costumed and the stage set but there was no action while handel was german by birth his long residence in england and his habitual writing for the last ten or fifteen years of his life oratorios in the english language made him to all intents and purposes an english composer for nearly a century he stood to the english school as a model of everything that was good and great to such an extent that very little of original value was accomplished in that country and when by lapse of time and a deeper self-consciousness on the part of english musicians this influence had begun to wane a new german composer came in the person of felix mendelssohn bartholdi who in turn became a popular idol and for many years a barrier to original effort the influence of handel upon the later course of music is by no means so marked as that of bach nevertheless he was one of the great tone poets of all times and his works form an indispensable part of the literature of music it was his good fortune to embody certain types of melody and harmony 
with a clearness and effectiveness that no other composer has equaled the oratorio in particular not only fulfilled itself in handel but we might almost say completed itself there for very little of decided originality has been produced in this department since the handelian operas have been mostly forgotten for many years but they contain gems of melody in the solo and chorus parts which have still a future his first opera almira was revived at hamburg a few years ago with remarkable effect and it is not at all unlikely that extracts from many of the other works will eventually find their way into the current repertory of the singer as many of the arias already have End of chapter 24